Welcome to the Shaman Jessica podcast, where I share all about my work as a shaman. These episodes are purely based on my personal experience and opinions, and never a substitute for any medical advice. Let's begin our journey. Greetings, girl, and welcome to my world of... Hi, you guys. I hope you're well. Here, it's a beautiful Friday morning, afternoon, and I had... Such a good start to my day. I had a great sleep. I had a matcha, went to yoga. I'm such an insufferable millennial (laughs) hipster. Um, I, I chanted, meditated, took a shower, answered some emails, answered some messages on Instagram, got such beautiful message from some of you guys that always makes my day and yeah just feeling really chill today had the windows open nice little breeze feeling super calm it's such a difference to the person that i was like when i think back to 10 years ago i don't even understand how i was able to live in such a different way just like studying working out very intensely, going out four times a week, going to every festival, drinking, smoking. I mean, it was a lot. And now I feel like I've become such a chill grandma and I love it. So anyway, um, I received the question from a client at the beginning of this week um, asking what she can expect from the journey so basically what do you the client future client maybe expect what will happen during a session so i always get this question and when i send the intake form i tell you what to expect what it's gonna look like practically the links to our calls that kind of thing and when I, you know, talk to you, I always tell you a little bit about like how you can prepare and answer those questions. But I thought it would be good to answer them all here and um, address everything at once. So let's start with a question about preparation that I get all the time. How can I prepare for my journey? Well, you have some time to prepare, usually about six weeks to, to eight weeks, sometimes more. That's usually kind of like how far I'm booked in advance. This is not fixed, though, because sometimes I feel like I can take on an extra session sooner. So I will maybe move a client here or there. Maybe someone will cancel or um, whatever. Sometimes I can fit you in sooner. But there are a couple of weeks at least that go by between you deciding that you want to do the journey. So you booking and having the actual session, right? So this is where the shifts already start for a lot of people. When you basically say to the universe, okay, I'm ready to make some big changes. I'm ready to do a shamanic journey to heal my trauma, to process what comes up, to take to heart what the guides give me from the session, you're already making a a big statement and a big commitment to yourself, to your higher self, to your own happiness. And this is going to put a lot of things in work already. So 
I have experienced this myself as well. Before I ever did my first shamanic journey, when I booked, the things that I booked the journey for already changed from the day that I decided to do the journey. So when the session came, I was um, actually able to address completely different uh, topics because my other issues had basically sort of dissolved and solved. So this is really cool. And I always love when I get messages um, from clients that I'm going to have in a couple of weeks saying, whoa, so much has already changed. If this is not the case for you, by the way, don't worry, the journey will change you. But um, yeah, so during this time, you can prepare for the journey just by keeping track of what it is you want to get out of it and what you want me and the guides to focus on during. Other than that, there is no way, specific way to prepare. So what does a session look like practically? Well, I will, first of all, when you book, send you an an intake email basically with an intake form and that'll tell you what the session is going to look like practically. So I, before the beginning of our session, but maybe sometimes 10, sometimes one or two minutes before the start of our session, I will send you a link via email, usually to a Google Meet call. Uh, sometimes I use Zoom. I've even used uh, WhatsApp call or Instagram call with people who did not have those other mediums at their disposal. So we can always make it work. Usually it's Google Zoom, uh, Google Meet, sorry. Um, and that's where we join in our call. We have an intention setting conversation together. So we basically meet each other there. I introduce myself. You introduce yourself. I am going to ask you a bunch of questions about what it is that you want to basically get out of the journey, what, what your hopes are, what your desires are. And this is all about getting you into alignment with your higher self, healing trauma, removing blocks, all that kind of thing. So usually I will do some digging because... It happens a lot that people will come to me with a specific question or um, issue around their work. For example, wanting to change their job or wanting to invite more love or it can really can be anything. And there is always something deeper underlying that. So this is why I always deep a little bit digger to see what's going on behind that energetically. Well, after we have a very clear sense and idea of what we want to focus on in the journey, and this can be anything, really anything. You can journey for anything. So go crazy. During those uh, couple weeks leading up to the journey, just be creative, expansive. We have that window to work with the guides in the journey. And I want you to get as much out of it as possible. So really don't um, 
don't narrow it down. We can do that together. Usually the topics that people want to journey on are narrowed down to maybe one or two things, but really you can journey for anything and we can journey on multiple things at the same time. So the message that I return to you with, because after this intention setting call, I'm going to journey for you. And that usually takes about an hour and a half. Sometimes it's quicker, sometimes it takes longer. I can never expect what a journey is going to look like and what's going to come up. That is up to the guides, that's up to God. I'm just the facilitator and the mediator, basically. But the journey, the way that the journey is communicated is very intense. It's like a visual narrative with a beginning and an end. It has a lot of messages. It shows a lot about you. It'll probably show a lot about your past, about certain dynamics, about trauma, but also about your energy field. Um, and then there's also the way that the guides work with everything that comes up. So they will start to remove things. They will engage with spirits. They will clean out your energy field. They will engage with your energy field in a way to purify it and strengthen your connection to the divine, to source. There will be ceremonies and initiations that occur. So the basically the story, the narrative of the journey that I return to you with telling you everything that came up and that was healed and integrated. I'm kind of getting emotional right now just talking about it, just because the process is so incredibly beautiful. Um, but it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. It can sound very sci-fi to you if you're not familiar with this work. It has a lot of messages, a lot of suggestions for you to help you stay on the right path, Sometimes practices and prayers will be communicated from the guides. Um, so the message is quite intense. It can be a lot. It's very beautiful. It can be very sensational. It can sometimes be very dramatic. But this is, yeah, just a means of communication um, so that we can talk about the things that occur on a very abstract, energetic level and that are changed there. And that narrative allows us to engage in the journey. So for me to be able to change things in your energy field, in your life, I need the help of the guides to interact with them. I need to be able to see them and communicate with them in a way. For them to heal your trauma, the trauma needs to be presented in some way, right? So the trauma needs to be shown in a visual way so that the guides can touch things, move things around. Um, it's it's basically a very beautiful but intense means of uh, communication so that we can engage with it and it can become performative in itself. It can become actualized and realized. And whatever we do in the shamanic realm affects your physical life your physical reality, your emotions, your thoughts, your body, your environment in a very real way. So take notes. You don't have to write down everything, but especially the messages that the guides give you so that you can always refer back to them. I also recently started offering 
making artworks about the shamanic journey that I do for you. It's really for me <laughs> kind of a problem that I created because it takes a lot of time. I know exactly the mediums that I want to use and I want know what I want the end result to look like, which basically means that I have to learn a whole new way of making art, which just takes a lot of time that I do not have. But I am, I've always been a creative person. Drawing has been, I, I guess, like what I did with 90% of my time until I was 12, 13 years old. And, you know, social life and everything started to become more interesting to me. Since then, I, this is totally a, a tangent about creativity, but I'll get to the point too. I went to art school for a bit. I went to design school. I studied art history. I had a lot of things that I was interested in and wanted to do, but I never really felt like I had the urge or a point to um, start creating art every day, although I do want to, and it's just so healing for me, and it is very magical. Some of the most intense and profound synchronicities and like magical experience that I've had were through art. And just two days ago, I did a journey for a client, and afterwards, she showed me an artwork that she had made a year before. And it was exactly depicting a specific scene from the journey where we did a soul part integration for her. Then just this morning, I got a message from a client that I had yesterday. And she told me that her sister had made an artwork during the journey that also depicted a very profound element of the journey. And this happens all the time. Art is just such a magical thing. I used to do embroidery a lot and really imbue it with intentions, with prayers, and then give them to friends. And they would always turn out to be the most magical dream someone had or related to a journey that I did for them. Um, art is just such a profound way to communicate with spirits and to work with energy. It's really that heaven on earth principle that I talk about, it's really manifesting the divine. And one of the most profound ways to me to do that is through art. And I just really enjoy doing it. It's so healing. It's so meditative. And yeah, that's why I just wanted to offer it, even though it's unpractical, it's, it's not going to make me a lot of money or anything not that i'm in this uh for the money anyway but um yeah it's it's not the most efficient decision but it is um you know what things don't have to make sense it makes sense to me and just um yeah it's just something that i want to do for you and i see the journey but I can only tell it to you later. And by doing this, I can actually show you what it is that came up in the journey. I cannot, you know, capture every single stage of the journey because it's quite a lot. There are usually like three, four or five stages to a journey. But I can at least capture one or maybe two of them. And of course, I'll pick the most beautiful, profound one even though the entire journey, of course, um, is beautiful and profound and magical, but real. But that way you can 
you know, see what I see and um, have this beautiful reminder of who, what your energy field is like. So who you are on a soul core level and um, your sovereignty and just bring that into your everyday. I think that that hopefully is going to be a very beautiful thing. But other than that, taking notes is important. What else do you experience when I journey for you? So a lot of people will get emotional. That's perfectly fine. Crying is good. Please don't apologize for crying because clients will often get emotional and start to cry and then say, sorry, sorry, I don't know why I'm crying. It's such a female tendency also to do that. Don't apologize for crying ever. Crying is so good. It's so healing. And journeying affects your system in a way that, you know, old trauma and old block stuff is just going to come out of your cells. And I always repeat this endlessly. Energy can never disappear. Our emotions, our trauma, it's energy that is stored in our body. And it needs to come out. So you need to cry. You need to scream. You need to verbalize your feelings. You need to then take action according to them. Uh, Journaling is great. Exercise is great. Um, and however you feel what's coming coming up during our session, never apologize for it. I will always tell you, if you need to cry, please just cry. So what will come up? Exactly what needs to come up. That's up to God. That's up to the guides. I Again, I cannot predict it. Sometimes things will come up that you think you had already healed and processed. This happened to me in my first journey. It still happens to me all the time. Um, sometimes you think that there's a certain dynamic or situation around a specific trauma or family member and you think, okay, I'm past that, I've healed it, I've processed it, I'm over it. Sometimes that's not the case and it will come up in a journey because on a deep energetic level there's still healing that needs to be done. Entirely new things may come up, especially lately, I will see a lot of new things happen about the client. So I can, for example, see if there's a really deep desire that you have to become uh, a mother or a father, even though we didn't talk about it. Um, also very personal things like sexual trauma may be shown to me. It, won't, it will not sh- be shown exactly as it occurred. Um, but, you know... Whatever needs to be shown, whatever I need to know to be able to tell you a lesson or healing about it, to be able to perform healing, especially for my guides, of course, who do all of the amazing and hard work. What needs to come up will come up and will be shown. Sometimes I will see your siblings, a lot of things that you haven't told me will be shown, but only if it's essential to the journey that we do. Well, all in all, a session takes about three to four hours. I always tell clients to allocate four hours just in case um, we need that, all of that time. The call that we have afterwards, so after I journey for you, after I'm done, I will send you another link. So just Keep intermittently checking your email while I'm journeying for you to see if I'm ready. 
with another link to our call and that's well where we will go over everything that came up and the significance um, the things that you need to do to to uphold your sovereignty stay on the right path completely of course depending on what we're journeying for and what comes up okay let's talk about results the best most fun part you guys sometimes when i feel like i i'm just not at my best or I feel down, I will receive a review from a client or yeah, I will just like go, <laughs> go out to my own website. <laughs> I'm going to sound like such a loser here, but sometimes I will just look at the reviews on my Instagram or on my website and I'll read one <laughs> and I'll just, it'll just make me feel good again. Um, yeah, the results that my clients experience I don't really relate them to myself. Um, I don't think like, oh, I did that. I am the bomb. Um, I am like God's chosen anointed healer. I don't think that because I think that we are all, um, we all have our gifts. We're all anointed. It's just that I chose to really dedicate my life to doing this work. And it is also a lot of uh, pressure and challenges that come with um, having to show up to do this work it requires really a level of honesty and integrity and responsibility that you have to really be up for sometimes I don't feel up for it and I have to deal with what comes up it's hard work but it's so worth it and when I see your results or I'm reminded of them or I <laughs> obviously seek out reminding myself of them it's just um, a level of profundity and magic that is just so hard to put into words it's yeah I don't yeah I literally have no words for it when will your results come through for you sometimes after you book, when things start to change for the better, sometimes it's during the journey that clients will feel literal things in their body changing, illnesses go away. They can often, this is, I, you know, this is not mandatory. During a journey, you can just like chill, watch TV, have a meal, whatever it is that you feel like, but please just don't smoke. Don't drink, don't do any toxic stuff. Just make sure that you're relaxed and that you don't go into large crowds. So just don't go to the supermarket, for example. Um, just relax, that's the most important thing. But I will always tell clients just the option of meditating during your journey is really beautiful because you will be amazed with your ability to tap into what comes up in the journey while we, the guides and I, are journeying for you. It's a really beautiful thing. And it also helps me to see, because a lot of people want to know what kind of gifts they have, if they would uh, potentially make a good shaman, for example. Your experiences while I journey for you will also tell me about that, additionally to what I see in your literal energy field. And I always... When clients will like very 
enthusiastically start to tell me during our call after the journey, like, oh, I felt something, this came up. I always say stop, like stop talking. (laughs) Uh, First, let me tell you everything that came up and then you can share with me what came up for you. And this is just because there will always be synchronicity. Sometimes it'll be just one-on-one beginning to end. They will feel and see the same things at the exact same time. Sometimes they will pick up on certain animals that were shown or they will have felt a healing that was performed on them physically. But it's just more fun for me when you can affirm my journey than the other way around because I don't want to ever feel like a quack. That just feels gross. So if you want to, You don't have to meditate on the journey that's happening for the full hour and a half. But it's kind of like a lost opportunity if you don't. But you don't have to. Okay, back to the timeline of results. It can be before the journey, after you make the the decision to book. But it can also take months. Maybe even a year. It really depends on the blocks that you have and trauma that needs to be processed and healed. And it also has a lot to do with the way that you go about this after the journey has occurred. And, you know, even if it takes months for you to see your results, often myself too will forget that the kind of energy in the blocks or illnesses or the trauma that we deal with is often easily 20 years old. And to have that come out of your system in a matter of months is actually pretty quick. Just remind yourself of that and the fact that doing a journey will change you. So you have to really want to do this yourself. And to go a little bit into your responsibility after the journey, you can help speed up the process in a very great way by first of all taking notes and reading them every day, reminding yourself every day. Often we will work with, just to to give an example, family dynamics. There may be a person in your life or a thing in your life that you need to change your behavior around. The guides will always be very clear about this. You may need to put up a very firm boundary somewhere. And then if after the journey, you will be changed on an energetic level. And this is why clients tell me all the time, in this literal exact wording, my desire to insert, smoke, drink, uh, watch porn, um, anything is gone from the inside. This is because we heal whatever the thing is on an energetic level. But... We have our energetic body, then we also have the neuropathways in our brain and just the behaviors that we are used to doing every day. So this is why sometimes clients will tell me, I just lit a cigarette um, out of boredom or just out of habit, but it just felt gross. It didn't feel the same. This will happen. But you can really speed up your results by really aligning your behavioral patterns with whatever the guides tell you uh, to do or what came out of the journey. 
So say that you go through a couple days. This happens to some clients. They will go through a couple days where they feel kind of confused or sad or very anxious. This is the energy coming out of your system and you need to process it. So you need to go for walks, journal, meditate, cry, punch a pillow, maybe tell someone to F off. That can be very uh, useful depending on what it is that we did that came up. But say that you need to cry a lot and then you are at work and instead of going to the bathroom and having a cry there or saying to yourself, okay, I'm with my boss, I just cannot cry right now, but I promise to myself that I'm going to come back to this the moment that I get home. You know, because the, the energies that need to come out sometimes, not always, some people feel euphoric from the session and that just lasts and they're able to keep tapping into that alignment. But if you don't and you keep stuffing it down, you're just creating more blocks on top of it. So you have a big responsibility and a big part in how you let the energies that is shifted in the journey integrate into your life. Because the guides, they work with you. But if you're just looking for a quick fix and then you are going to go back to the exact same behaviors, you're not only going to struggle, but you'll have wasted a couple hundred dollars too. And also you've wasted the time of my guides and their energy. And that is what I uh, take very seriously. We need to really honor and respect that. So this is all I have to share with you, I think, about what you can and may experience when I journey for you. Just know that journeys are always unique. I cannot expect or predict how it's going to go. Your journey, your entire session might take three hours. Your entire session might take four hours. That it's not like going to school and you need to sit through a couple hours and then you're done. It's about quality. It's not about the quantity. So don't get hung up on how long your journey takes, on what your energy field like, uh, energy field looks like compared to someone else's, or the results that someone else gets on a specific timeline compared to yours. Really. Every journey is unique and every journey is equally valuable just the same way that every person is equally valuable in this life. Um, what else can I tell you? Yeah, you can experience really anything at any time. Everything is right. Everything is meant to happen for you. There's always divine timing involved and you will never have anything happen that you are not able to handle, you'll be given in a journey. This is not up to me. This is, again, up to God and the guides. Exactly what you need at that moment. So I hope this is helpful. And if you have any other specific questions, as usual, let me know. And as usual, through Instagram, through my email, let me know what you want to hear me talk about here. I also have a podcast episode, What a Journey with Me Looks Like, that is a lot shorter. But um, yeah, 
I thought it would be um, good to just go ahead and go very deep into all of the different ways in which a session can uh, can come. And your results are what matter most. It's what I do this for. And always please share them with me. I love hearing them, always. All right, guys, big hug, and I'll be back soon. Bye.